Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. It is officially draft week. Last week, we had our three-round mock draft uh, with Bob, Rod Dog, UJ, and your host, Big Z, uh, giving our first three rounds. But this week, um, just this last Monday before the draft on Thursday, we wanted to get some more perspective from Adam, our Lions draft expert, on just a few um, names to throw out there and look for in the draft. Uh, this week, we're definitely covering cornerbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends, some of the more controversial positions the Lions are looking at in this draft for certain. Um, but last but not least, last week we had some audio issues in the beginning, so we apologize. But we wanted to really reiterate the fact that we um, prayed and hoped that Kelly Stafford would have a successful surgery. It was reported that it was supposed to be six hours, ended up being 12 hours. Um, my little brother had a 10-hour brain surgery, so I'm very familiar with that whole feeling so our thoughts and prayers go out to her and the Stafford family and that she can have a speedy recovery she's already back home it looks like which is great that's a good sign that everything went well so we just uh thinking of her if you are affected by this at all or want to donate please reach out to the American Brain Tumor Association that's abta.org we'd really appreciate it and we really appreciate you listening I know we have some technical difficulties every once in a while but we really appreciate you guys listening. So now it is time for the podcast. It's draft week. Um, if you are really tuned in to what's going on, please look for our podcast immediately on Friday morning as we react to the first round of the draft on Thursday. Thank you. Go Lions and enjoy the podcast. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rudd Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z, to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's draft week. Here on Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid and in the NFL, uh, we discussed our 30-round mock draft, but we're joined by UJ, Bob, uh, Rudd Dog is having some technical difficulties right now, so he might join us later, unsure, and then we got Adam, Adam's back for Adam's Corner this week. Welcome on the podcast, boys. Hello. Welcome back, Adam. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. So let's yeah. just dive for having me back. right into it. Adam, this week, I want to go over cornerbacks wide receivers, and then I want to get into the tight ends later. But um, cornerback is definitely a need for the Lions, especially that second cornerback spot. Uh, Nevin Lawson no longer with the Detroit Lions. Lions making some signings uh, this offseason. Robinson, right? Robinson from the the Raiders. What what was that guy's name? Mm -hmm. I I can't remember his full name right Uh, off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah. 
I should have been prepared. Yeah. <laughs> but I knew we were talking about our quarterbacks, too. Apologies, <laughs> listeners. Anyway, we all know the Lions need that second uh, cornerback. There is no clear-cut second guy. T. Stabor? No. <laughs> no. He, uh, he might be a nickel cornerback in the red zone at best. That's, that's the best I can give him. His breakout year is this year. Yeah, is, I agree. Before, before we get into quarterbacks, this really quick question. Is Tease DeBoer the worst draft pick of the Bob Quinn era so far? No, I think that long, I mean, that uh, long snapper Landis was his worst. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Landis. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I'll definitely give you that one. That was fifth round, right, Jimmy Landis? I thought it was a sixth rounder, but uh... – Yeah, I think it was six. Okay. Wow. I'm just banned a thousand here so far to start off this episode. <laughs> You're just making us look good, Z. So, uh, Adam, there's no chance that the Lions are going to draft Greedy Williams, right? This guy uh, is not showing the flashes of a guy that should be drafted at the top ten. Because we've talked in this podcast before that a top ten cornerback should be like uh, a Peterson from the Cardinals, like a guy that's a surefire, you know, this guy's going to be a lockdown corner. There's no doubt about it. Greedy Williams has some issues. I'll say this, Greedy has all the athletic ability that he would need. He just doesn't have the whole package put together yet. So, so I'm a, not comfortable taking him at eight, no. So he's a high ceiling, but a low floor possibly type of guy. Yeah, I would say that's true. So a, a, a lot of people have had, uh, and I think Bob last week on the podcast, your second round in the mock draft, was it Bob uh, that said Justin Lane from Michigan State? Yeah, I did have Justin Lane second round. So, uh, Adam, do you, would you like to see Justin Lane pick in the second round of this draft? He is actually one of my top three picks for our second round pick. And why is that? Depending on six two one ninety two. I like that size. Yeah, fifteen pass breakups just last year. Oh, excellent. Excellent. He's out of Michigan State. Uh, he was a former wide receiver, correct? Yes, he was. I like that. Uh, there's some versatility there. So the Lions could have a six wide receiver, right? <laughs> Adam, well, since you mentioned yeah. it, what are your three uh, uh, hopeful picks for the second round? For me, it would you... be either uh, Justin Lane, uh, Chris Lindstrom. He's a, he'd be a right guard for us. Or Debo Samuel. And okay. Debo Samuel is a wide receiver from South Carolina, right? Yes, he is. He, yeah, that guy has good hands. That guy has good hands. And we'll talk about him uh, a little bit when we get to the wide receivers. But who else? Yeah, because Z, Z and I both saw a receiver in the third round. But uh, oh yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, right now I want to get uh, kind of hone in on those cornerbacks. So the third and fourth round – if the Lions don't go into, uh, with the quarterback in the second round, who are some third and fourth round targets the Lions can go after in this draft? I would say if we're going third, fourth, I'd probably target like a Jamal Dean who has all the skill in the world. He just has never been fully healthy. So you're kind of betting on the upside there. Six one two oh six out of Auburn. Yes. Um, he's a fantastic cornerback when he's on the field. Well, some late-round guys that I would look at, my top one in the late rounds is out of James Madison. He's only 5'10", 179, but 18 uh, interceptions in his career, so he really knows how to get to the ball. 
So we're getting okay. a small school, a good small school prospect there. Hasn't faced yeah. the top level that you're getting elsewhere, but he knows how to get there. Real small school guy. Uh, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure if this is anything like the last small school cornerback the Lions drafted. Uh, what was his name? Greenwood out of uh, Albion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, he, that's right. They were all hyped about him. What, they gave him like the fourth round or something like that, and he turned out to be nothing. I don't think he ever saw the field. No. <laughs> no. But you don't see that on this guy, do you? No. Um, this guy has all the skills to play cornerback already, whereas Greenwood, he had all the athletic ability in the world. He just was not a polished prospect. Mm. The only concern with and, Moreland is his size. And is he expected to be drafted? Yes, I would say I mean, probably. By anybody in the seven rounds? Next round, and we have already been connected to him. Okay. Adam, what do you think of my guy, uh, Julian Love from Notre Dame? I like Julian Love. Uh, he's got the ball skills. He's got that ability to be where he needs to be. But there are definitely higher ceiling corners in this draft. Um, Lane is one of them. Uh, another is uh, Amani Arawarie out of Penn State. Oh, yeah. Another six. There's a lot of tall quarterbacks. That's another 6205 yeah. guy. Yeah. There, there, seems, um, there seems to be a type that's popular in top of the draft board this year in terms of length and weight. Uh, well, it's becoming the prototype. To, you know, things yeah. evolve over the years. It seems to be going that direction now. And since we're on, yeah. and since we're on cornerbacks again, uh, there's another name that's been pretty popular with the Lions, at least in the second round. Not just Justin Lane, but um, uh, Rakia Sin. What can you tell us about him, man? I'm out of Temple. He's very, very raw still. Uh, Rakia Sin has pretty much just started his career. Small school. Has, has shown the ability to get where he needs to be, but he's not shown it consistently enough. But there's a reason he was brought to the to the Senior Bowl as a really small school prospect, and he showed a lot there. So he's intriguing at the very least. I like awesome. it. Yeah, man. no, there's Rudd Dog finally getting in on there. Welcome. Damn technology. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Welcome. I know it. Um, yeah, uh, UJ, where did you have? Um, Julian, did you did you pick him in your mock draft last week? Yeah, he was my third round pick in my mind. Third round pick. I think he might be gone by the third round. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. He's, I think he's seen he's as a top fifty prospect in this draft. Second, third round, I see him pegged yeah. in this uh, yeah, chart here. Yeah. If we were drafting in our original spot in the third round, it's a possibility. But we do have that. We did trade out and then get the Eagles third round, so we're later in the third round this year, unfortunately. I believe the eighty eighth overall pick. So that Honestly, might... I'm fine with that trade back. It gave us hands. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't heard too many complaints about that uh, trade. Now that we've seen what Deshaun Hand can do, uh, we've talked a lot about the defense in this draft, especially this year uh, for 2019, the Lions. Just because, especially the first round, there's just so much defense down the top, and then the quarterback we had in need. But really, uh, uh, arguably, the bigger problem on our team last year was the offense to a large degree, and there is some glaring holes, and I, I really want to talk about wide receiver because there's some really good wide receiver talent, I think, that you can get out of the second and third round, 
And we've already seen what Bob Quinn could do in the draft uh, by finding like a third round steal, like uh, a la Kenny Galladay. I, hey, I don't know what I don't I don't know what high school he went to. Hey Rita, <laughs> you mean? <laughs> I think Rita product. Yes, I feel like I've heard not, that before. Adam, if you're not familiar, uh, we have two Saint Rita alums on this podcast. So <laughs> oh, okay, you'd never guess it. <laughs> yeah, uh, they don't Saint Tune <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll probably sing our fight song for you one of these days. Yeah. Please, God, so, no. Well, Rudd, so my biggest Paris Campbell available to anybody who wants him. <laughs> Any round. Well, that's what I wanted to get to. So this is this is the real Adams quarter segment of the week, and that's really focusing on a wide receiver. It's the most fun position, I think, to talk about in this draft alliance because they can go so many different directions. Let's but be Adam, honest, I, though. Who doesn't want us to take – him in the second round now after Big Z oh, has been oh, I do. full testicles. <laughs> Adam, uh, this, is what, this is the first question I want to get with you. Where do you think Paris Campbell's going to go in this draft? Uh, probably too high. Um, yes, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> I would say he's probably going to go second round. But no. honestly, I, I just don't see it. Um, I love at, Paris Campbell. I think at, he's going to be excellent. Everyone loves him, and I just don't see it. Um, Why not? What are you not saying? He, he's he's never bull just testicles. shown that dominance to me. He he's not the best route runner. He's not. He's speedy. I'll give him that. So Adam, if you don't like Paris Campbell, is there another? Because my and a lot of our agreement here, uh, blue Kool Aid drinkers. Uh, we really think that the Lions need that top-end speed guy. Because Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, these aren't guys that are necessarily breaking away from defenders uh, and getting that separation. I, actually, I think Lions, the Detroit Lions were last in the league last year in separation. That could have been a Bob Cooter, Jim Bob Cooter thing. Uh, it, it definitely had something to do with that. Uh, most of us believe. Hey, I don't hey. know about Bob. But... God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> He's still um, alive, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> So, Adam, uh, who do you see as a guy that can take the top end off the defense in this draft, uh, if not Paris Campbell? I, I would say if we want that top end speed and going the way that I want to go with that really good route running, I'd probably go with an Andy Isabella. Yes! I'd, go, I'd go with a out of Georgia, Stanley Morgan out of Nebraska. Or we could always take a DK in the first. So, if you really oh, God. No, 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 God, no. Only if we trade See, back. You want to talk about bad route runner? <laughs> That's DK Metcalf to a But D, he looks D. like the Hulk, so I guess he's got that going for him, which is yeah. nice. There was, a guy yeah, named Mike, there was a guy named Mike Williams who was supposed to be a good route runner and receiver. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's a good pizza um, eater, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I'll say this about no, no, DK. That was Nate Burleson. That was Nate Burleson. Well, he wasn't a good pizza eater. He Holder. was bad. He would have whatever delivery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Adam. Uh, what, what, what about DK? I guess. Uh, the thing about DK is it's a high investment for a player who wasn't the best receiver on his team in this draft. Uh, I'm more of an yeah. A.J. Brown guy. Yeah, I would rather see A.J. Brown for sure. than. Tell us more about A.J. Brown. I'm unfamiliar. A.J. Brown shows pretty much everything you want out of big slot. He's great with contested catches. He can break off his routes in uh, a bunch of different ways. Uh, He's got some concerns about press coverage where he's very inconsistent 
getting off the line, but in the slot, not as much of a deal. Um, he's pretty good against the boundary when asked. Uh, last four games of the season, that's pretty much exclusively, exclusively where he was. And he pretty much showed out. So, and who did he play for? Let me give you the stats, Bud Dog. A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf played on Ole Miss together. Ah. D.K. Metcalf, 26 catches, 569 yards, and five touchdowns. A.J. Brown, 85 catches, 1,300 yards, and six touchdowns. Mm. Only six touchdowns. Um, what do you mean only six? Did you – did you hear how many yards and catches he had in comparison to DK Metcalf? I just heard that DK Metcalf had like a third of the catches and just yeah, because more all DK touchdowns. Metcalf does is run deep downfield, and I think three of those were against Southern Illinois University well, this year. I don't, I, I know that's fine. I, I mean, it sounds like the guy's good. I'm just saying, I don't. We don't need a premier volume catch guy right now, in my opinion. I think we need like a guy who is like a game breaker. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I'm not what, saying that's AJ Brown. Metcalf. Okay. Well, wait, but why doesn't he get a touchdown very often? What's it's because of where he was used on the field. Okay, you think he could be more of a, a playmaker in the red zone in the NFL? He can play yeah, anywhere right. you need him to play. He's just best in the slot. But he's big, he's fast, he's incredibly athletic. Okay. But I'm, Adam, AJ Brown? I'm really glad the first guy you mentioned was Andy Isabella because that's my guy for the Lions this draft. I would love to see them draft him. Even if they have the reach, I think it's a little bit of a reach at their spot in the second round. But, man, I just think the guy's a game changer. I like the idea of Andy Isabella. Speed, in baby. In the second round, no way. No way. He'll be available in the third round probably. Well, yeah, I, don't I, don't know about, these. I don't know about that. I, there's a guy named Cooper Cup that I can I kind of uh, – Compared to him a little bit, um, Andy Isabella is faster than Cooper Cup was, but that's similar type of though. small school, small school, uh, good route runner that made a lot of plays. And the one that, that type of guy is very valuable in the NFL now. And I just don't see him falling to where the Lions are in the third round. So the I love Andy Isabella's speed. I love his route running. I just have one main concern with him, which is that he is one of the biggest body catchers in this draft. Ooh. Yeah, he short arms a lot of passes. Then Stafford's gonna have to be extra accurate with a guy like that. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Adam. I, let, me, yeah. let me. Oh, I just had a question about my uh, third round guy. See what you think of him if the Lions pick uh, Miles Boykin in the third round. Oh yeah, Miles. Nd baby. Go. He fits pretty much everything they want in a wide receiver athletically. He just is very unpolished. I think he's got the upside. It's kind of like a Kenny Galladay pick where they, they've got pretty much everything you want. It's just a matter of can they put it together. Hmm. A little faster than Kenny yeah. G, too. Yeah, faster than Ooh. Kenny G, about, about as big, which is good. We need some size. Yeah, I mean, he, he's 6'4", 220, out of, well, Notre Dame, if you haven't listened to this podcast. We definitely brought him up before. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he, the only thing that was concerning, at least with his testing, was his uh, strength and being able, being able to possibly press off the line of scrimmage. Uh, I've and, seen enough from him pressing off the line of scrimmage that I'm not overly concerned, but uh, I don't know if he can be – 
a number one receiver, then again, it depends on if Kenny can step up. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one other name I want to throw out there, just a really popular name, just because we've seen him so much uh, in the national spotlight. And I know you, Jay, you really like him. Uh, Rudd Dog, I think you do too. At least you guys have mentioned him before. Is Hunter Renfro out of Clemson. Yeah. Where's, where's this where, Where's this guy going to go? Because he seems Third very down. much like that uh, Patriots-type receiver that's had a lot of success. I'd say he'd probably go like third, fourth round. Uh, very agile, not very fast, um, but he does a good job of getting to the ball when he needs to. Um, I, I've never really seen a play where it seems, hey, he could have done more to get to where he needed to be. So if you want a pretty solid guy, I would say he's a good choice. But there are so many good slot receivers this year that he's probably not the way that I would go. I was thinking, like, fifth or sixth round if you could grab him. Like, he's Mr. Third Down for Clemson yeah. National Championship team. Like, he fits that mold exactly like the Patriots always – Edelman and and uh, yeah. the guy we just got, Amendola. I mean – He's in that model that's becoming very popular these days of very agile and can play pretty much exclusively out of the slot but in a big role sort of like that uh, a little bit like Cooper Cup. A little shorter, though. Cooper Cup, yeah, I feel like. Shorter. Cooper Cup's like a like outside receiver build, I feel like. Adam, all right, we've, we've discussed a lot of these wide receivers, but now I want, just like last week, that late sixth, seventh, maybe even undrafted free agent guy that we're really not talking about, that's off completely everybody's radar. Uh, you're Adam's apple of the week at wide receiver. The guy in the draft. Who who's your Adam's apple of the week? See see my Adam's apple is actually one of the higher round guys that uh I I just really want on our team, which is Debo Samuel, but if if I'm going lesser so known. Wait, but let's rising, talk about let's let's talk about Debo Samuel. I see him throwing around a lot in line circles. Debo Samuel, every time I turn on a South Carolina game, the, the guy was uh, catching the ball. I didn't see him drop too many passes. No, he, he doesn't really drop the ball. He's always getting open. He's, he's a lot like Golden Tate in that manner in that he's just always open. And then he gets yards after the catch. So he's a feature wide receiver. will trade in the middle of a divisional. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, – but the thing me. I like about Debo Samuel that I saw a lot is um, his ability to jump in the air and use his body to create some separation. I really like yeah. that. He does pretty much everything that I want him to do well, and I would be ecstatic if we took him in the second round. Mm. Oh, ah, second round would be mm. – Tell us a little more would, about him. I would be in between on that one just because I think there's a lot of good talent up there, and I – uh, I'd rather see Andy, Andy Isabella personally, but in the second round pick. See, yeah, I'm not sold on Isabella nearly that high. Third round. Okay, yeah, that seems like a reach for. And then, round. and then, uh, and then, who is that late guy? Who is that really late guy that we're not talking about? Really late, I'd probably say someone like a Greg Dortch. Uh, out of mm-hmm. Wake Forest, small, small guy, uh, mm-hmm. 
he he's not going to bring pretty much anything in terms of muscle, but very fast, very agile, would make a great returner, and has showed out pretty well in that role. Yeah, Greg, um, Greg Dorch out of Wake Forest. Uh, I'm trying to remember how it, how he played against Notre Dame. I think they played Notre Dame this year, right? Uh, he's five so. seven. He's five seven, one seventy three. So a really mm. small guy. That is very very small. Accurate <laughs> well yeah. He would um, he would definitely pop up during those Wake Forest games though for sure. So let, let's move on to one more category. This is a really controversial category this year because the Lions could take him and take one in the first round with TJ Hawkinson. But we've talked about TJ Hawkinson. We've talked about Noah Font a lot. Uh, who are the, who, if the Lions decide not to go with tight end in the first round, we think they're going to target one in this draft at some point. Uh, third, fourth, fifth round, who are some of the guys that we should be looking at at tight end, Adam? Uh, I've only got two, actually, out of Hawk and Fant. Uh, everyone touted this as a fantastic tight end class, but only two really stuck out to me. Um, I like uh, Dawson Knox out of Mississippi, uh, 6'4", 254. Um, and then Josh Oliver out of San Jose State, 6'5", 249. So what, what is it about these two guys that stick out to you? So the main guy that I would look at is Dawson Knox in probably around the third round. Uh, he's been growing in popularity recently, uh, so you may have to trade into the bottom of the second. But we're not hearing a lot about him just because he's been on a team with such dominant receivers. He's from Mississippi, so he had DK Metcalf and he had AJ Brown both stealing targets from him. He was never super productive as a result. It's a little like uh, George Kittle back in the day. Mm. Mm. I kind of like that. I do like that because yeah. he, he only has he only had 284 yards and zero touchdowns on the year. Yeah, um, it sounds good, but I wouldn't want to take him in the second or third round. Though. What do you think of Irv Smith out of Alabama? Oh, that that testing scared me. Um, Got to be honest, for a guy who's supposed to be athletic and catching passes all over the field, that scared me. What part of His it? tape shows a good player, but. Yeah, Irv Smith, 46340. Um, so not, not the fastest tight end. 19. Uh, reps on the bench, 32 and a half inch vertical, uh, seven three two cone cone drill. So it, yeah, you you are correct. His we would expect his testing numbers to be a little better, considering he's he's only weighs two forty two. And on top of that, it's not like there aren't uh, those super athletic tight ends that you could make into something this year. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I love like but, metrics like this because he ran a four six three, which is like, oh well, that's not great. But Eric Ebron, who we drafted at number ten, ran a four six flat, and we thought that was exceptional at the time. And I'm pretty it, sure he. Although wasn't, Ebron was heavier, was he much heavier? Not much, but he was heavier, heavier, and I think a little taller. No, oh, he's definitely taller. He's like two inches taller. Yeah. Hey, what do they say about uh, the blocking ability of this guy, Ox, or whatever you're talking about from Mississippi? Knox. I just want to point out one last thing. Knox, I mean, Knox. That Hawkinson's only nine pounds heavier. Like, I just, I'm just saying, I've always found this fascination with the draft where, 
Like, one guy, he's like, oh, he's diminutive. He doesn't have the size, but, you know, he's like 6'4". Another guy who's 6'4", they're like, oh, exceptional size. This guy's got all the, way you, all the things you want. That <laughs> uh, stuff always just kind of gets me when around draft time, the way, like, it almost seems like a double standard that, I, I don't know, it's just, it's just funny to me. Well, size is more than height, though, isn't it? It, I mean, it is. Yeah. No, it's size, height and weight. I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying, like, he's only nine pounds lighter than Hawkins, and, and we're saying that not, at 242 pounds, he ran a 4.63, which yeah. is a tenth of a second faster than Hawkinson, but then it's like, oh, he's kind of slow. <laughs> like, I, like UJ, UJ's gut is like 75 pounds. And but if you look at him on paper, he sounds good. That's right. Deceiving. <laughs> <laughs> he can throw that gun around with the best of them. You better watch out. <laughs> yeah. Smith, the more telling number is his three cone, which was seven three two. No, definitely, he should be showing better edge movement skills. I agree. I just think it's funny some some of these things. It, it seems like it comes up mostly with like old linemen and stuff. But, yeah, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't as impressive as you'd hope for a guy who's pretty much going to be a dedicated receiver. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I would say if he if he's in that move tight end role, he, he's going to have to get open quickly because he, he's just not got that wiggle in him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, before, and... before you leave, uh, I just want to get what you're – what do you think the Lions are going to do in the first three rounds? I want to get your, uh, final, your final predictions before Thursday. Hint, hint, say Paris Campbell the second round. Oh, uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, I would say it's either going to be Jonah Williams, who I would not be a big fan of in the first, or it'll be um, – I've seen a possibility of maybe a Josh Allen flipping uh, or Ed Oliver is the ideal pick. Yes. Yeah, I, I, only see, I only see Jonah Williams as the first-round pick if uh, we trade back. Agreed. Is, uh, trade back, and, but I wouldn't be – and then, who, what is your prediction just for second and third round? Don't spend too much. Just shoot. What, we're shaking yeah. the heart. Make a commitment. Fine. We'll, we'll say first round is going to be Ed Oliver. Second round, we'll do uh, Chris Lindstrom. And then oh, I like that. third round, we'll go with Andy as a. Oh, All man. right. Nice draft. I really like that. I like it. I All right. like it. Well, thank you, Adam, for coming on again and being our draft expert the last couple of weeks here and giving us some really good names to look out for. Thanks, this Adam. Thanks for having me. Adam. Thanks, Adam. Of course. We we'll appreciate it. And go Lions. Go Lions, go Lions. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Keep drinking that blue Kool-Aid, man. So, blue Kool-Aid drinkers, uh, Adam, uh, we appreciate him coming on and giving us a lot of good opinions on the draft. Uh, just what do you guys – I just want to get what you guys are going to be doing on uh, Thursday for the draft. Uh, do you guys have any plans? Are you just going to be sitting at home watching? What do, you, do you guys do anything ritual, anything like that? Hmm. Uh, I, I'll be following it somewhere. Watching it on television. Watching it, probably watching it. I can tell well, you. I don't know. 
that are pretty I don't much. Know if somebody has a. I don't know. People are all different. I think there will be alcohol involved. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Blue, blue Kool Aid. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, isn't that what I said? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, UJ. Yeah. UJ, didn't you have uh, Hawkinson as your first pick? When you, that was my mock you, draft. Yeah, Hawkinson. Um, no, because uh, since we did our last podcast, he seems to be moving. Uh, Slotted to the Lions a lot more, especially with Montez Sweat uh, with his heart condition. Yeah, being kicked down. The... It, it's still not my first choice. It's just that what I, it's my prediction of what's going to happen. <laughs> no, I, I know, but... I know, but I'm saying that a lot of people are saying that it might happen. I mean, you're you're uh, yeah, you're not alone. There. I think it's a bad pick, and you should feel bad about it. I don't. <laughs> and if we did, I take love it, the no. I love the idea of having Jesse James and T.J. Hawkinson out as a double. I, I, oh, I, I do I like too, man. It sounds awesome, though. Yeah, I do too. I'm hoping somebody because now the Raiders are saying they might have some secret pick, and then the Cardinals might not take quarterback now. So uh, things could shake up a little bit. We don't know. Well, didn't they? Say, like, didn't they say Kyler Murray tested bad in the Wonderlick? Did someone say that? He, yeah, he, yeah, he, he scored really low. He just like uh, looked at it and but, he started <laughs> licking it, and they were wondering why. He said, "Isn't that what you told me to do?" Maybe Mitch Trubisky no. helped him study for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hoping I'm hoping there's some uh, shake up where uh, you know uh, Allen falls to us or you know somebody. Oh uh, man, oh, Josh Allen falls to us. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Bob Quinn. You never know. I'm full just of quad trying to get to the podium fast. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen, but you know sometimes guys fall for mysterious reasons. I know. So You're right. Sure. We'll see. Oh yeah, no, there's no, no doubt about that. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you doing, Z? What do you? What is your ritual? I, I mean, I don't. I don't. I've I've had different experiences. I don't have a certain. I did like when it was in Chicago. Those two years, uh, we would go up there to watch the first round. Well, yeah, that's uh, true. I did too. Nice. Those two years. Yeah. It was fun. You find, you know, you try to find some Lions fans, and you, you celebrate, and then you, and then okay. <laughs> uh, that is, it, it, there's no. It's crazy what's been built up around the draft. It's literally people. There's no game going on. It's people getting drafted. And they have a whole event. There's, it's just unlike any other sport. You know, it's crazy. It's yeah. the only true sport. All the other are just things. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Famous. I, just, I, I guess. I guess your tennis game must not be very good, huh, uh, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. That's not a real sport. Uh, no. That was a quote <laughs> of a gr- the late great Jack Ruddy Jr. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> They uh, they're they're gonna shut down Nashville for this thing, and it'll be really cool. I w- I would think the the coolest. I I will give credit to, and I you know how much I hate Philadelphia, but they did a really good job with the draft. Yeah, but did you see ABC is gonna be doing the draft? I mean, the, they, ABC and ESPN. Yeah, but you see who's hosting it? That Robin Roberts. Come on, man! <laughs> Are you kidding? If me? you go to ESPN, if Robin you go to ESPN, Roberts. you can. They, so this this is what they're doing. This is what I read, you know, at least quote unquote, is that uh, on ABC, the one with Robin Roberts, they're going to focus more on the stories of each player and oh god, know, oh, that whole thing. But if you go to ESPN, you're going to get like the X's and O's breakdown of each player. So don't say- don't wa- for those listening, don't watch ABC draft unless you uh, like puff pieces. If you want to get the X's and O's and the real uh, meat and potatoes, go to NFL Network or go to ESPN. Watch, watch Robin Roberts like be like a total ace on the spot, like knowing all our like football. 
like way better than Mike Mayock, and he's like, um, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, look at this guy set up a swim move to set up the counterproductive, the, the counter move on the inside. All the players are just sitting there, like their jaws dropped. Like, uh, this girl is football better than me. Now, if that happens, I'll eat bull testicles. <laughs> Another volunteer. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, okay. Um, well, the draft is this Thursday night. I believe it starts around 7, 7.30. Uh, each pick takes about 15 minutes. It's way too long and unnecessarily. At least it's uh, shorter than it used to be. But it, <laughs> barely. I feel it's wait no it's longer than it used to be because three days it used to not be three days well, yeah it used to be more compact they gave yeah. up more time for each pitch though in the past yeah well they're they're not suffering in ratings they yet. should just give every team one day to make a pick twenty four <laughs> hours <laughs> then the draft string is it out like, till the new season for a though? month it could be a month long for the first round be longer you than it. it'd yeah. be great. <laughs> You have to love draft week, though. Like, all those things you were just talking about. Kyler Murray, the Wonderlick, the, the heart condition is becoming more of a thing of Montez Sweat. Just the amount of rumors they could put out there to try to lower these guys' draft stocks so these teams can take them. Yeah. I once it's heard great. Josh it's, Allen It's kind of it's it's great. Josh Allen yeah. picked Puppy once, so I think he should fall to eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, we know the Lions like having guys on their team, you know, that have dangerous puppies. Oh, wait, no, that was oh, you're, you're talking about Harvey puppies. You're talking about Harvey. Little Rufio. Yeah, yeah. Little Rufio. damn you, little Rufio. That bastard. Uh, he was framed. <laughs> he was as a turn. He was, yeah. Rufio oh, Snow. Man. Okay, man. Game of Thrones. Yep, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, coming up on the podcast. Uh, this Thursday, uh, post-Lions draft pick, we will have our instant reaction to the Lions first-round draft pick. And you never know. Maybe they'll trade up and there's a second. We have two emergency podcasts. You never know what's going to happen. It's a draft. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but we we want to thank Adam for coming on the last couple of weeks here to give us his opinion. And just thank you to Bob, UJ, and Rudd Dog for coming on tonight just to give our final thoughts before Thursday. All right, Z. All right, yeah. thanks, Z. Yeah. Thank you to all listeners for listening. We hope you enjoy the draft. Uh, well, we, we hope we have a really good pick uh, and for our Super Bowl this year. Regardless of who they pick, the guy's got to feel like a million bucks because he's going to win a Super Bowl in the next year. Absolutely. Regardless of who they pick. No doubt. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, go! 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 Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard win the game. With honor you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go, go. go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.